The waiting is over. The New York Rangers are the Stanley Cup champions. And this one will last a lifetime. No more curses. This is unbelievable. Well, New York, after 54 years, your long wait is over. Captain Mark Messier, come get the Stanley Cup. Welcome to another episode of Who Do You Think You Are? I am episode 14. Uh, it is me, Chen's, uh, across the table. We've got Puma and... Two-man crew today. Two-man crew. Two-man crew today. Two-man, blue-man crew. Our producer is off. Our producer slash social media Guru. savant, Nikki, is, uh, he's balling up. And uh, we actually don't have a guest today. Nobody guessed the hat. And this no, was a tough one. Maybe we finally stumped, stumped them. them. Maybe we Maybe. finally stumped them. Your cousin didn't give you a call and said it was too easy? No, he didn't. But I did reach out to him. I did talk to him. And he's looking forward to getting on the show. So Cousin Kenny will be making another appearance in the near future. Um, and we could, we could finally talk to him about the Bills draft. Because he's a, is a Bills fan. Mm-hmm. Get that Who'd they talk. get? Um, I think it was like a defensive tackle. And we actually posted asking if Cousin Kenny liked the pick. And he gave us a thumbs up. So he did like the pick, I think. But yeah, we'll see I mean, what he says. Pretty good pick. We'll see what he says. So let's get back. Let's get let's get right into it today. Well, wait, wait. Let's ease into it. What are we easing into? Balls to the wall. We just started, man. Of course we just started. Did anything happen this week? Anything funny? You got any stories? Do I have any stories? Well, I drove all the way to freaking Rocky's Deli without my wallet. And then drove home. I mean, how long is that drive for the listeners that don't know what the fuck Rocky's Deli is? That's like apparently a, we have a listener in Canada. Yeah, we do. So they're it's gonna, like, a, they're it's like, like oh, what's uh, what's Rocky's Deli? Eh? Rocky's Deli is like a mix of Scottish. Is a twenty-four hour deli that never closes, hasn't been closed in like twenty-five years. It's a fifteen-minute drive from my house. It's a fucking house. dump, but they serve. It's um, it's good late-night food. Yeah, drunk food. I mean, when you oh, no, no, you can do late night. You could be, you can be. It could be very late, like three a.m. late. And you're just up for some reason, maybe not drunk. Maybe you just worked a shift at the restaurant like me, all right? And you're getting, you're getting home. You want something to munch on. You know, yeah. you know more about those wings. All about the wings. We've made all, a, a lot of trips out there. Yeah. And for definitely during Ranger playoff games, during intermissions, we've made that drive. Oh yeah. Uh, speaking of Ranger playoffs, uh, shout out to me and uh, re- uh, recurring guest Matt's friend Emily Kaplan. Uh, ESPN NHL reporter for winning on her debut uh, appearance on Around the Horn. She's big time, real big time. Getting there. And uh, I'm just giving her a shout out because me, her, and Matt used to watch Ranger play, Ranger games in general, but especially when the Rangers went on that Stanley Cup run, we used to watch the games together. Went down to the puck many times and had we only drank miller light during the, during the games it was a very superstitious thing that we did only miller light that's different from our tradition where we would drink a different beer and if they won we kept drinking that same beer right that well that's the thing so that run 
they weren't fucking losing. No. And we just we just kept the Miller Life flowing. We kept going. And not high life. Just regular Miller Light. No, regular Miller Light. I fucking hate high life. You ever have it? Yeah, I'm not a you know big beer drinker. The champagne of beers. It's I'm a big horrible. I like Corona. Just give me my Corona and I'm happy. What a line. Um, but other than that, you know, won a big game this week. Clinched the four seed, clinched home field in the first round of our playoffs for our, my high school team. So got a big game on Monday. Um, and I like our chances. I like our chances on Monday to get to play the one seed on Wednesday. And we'll go from there. I'm hoping that we can get to Friday, which is our championship game. Mm. You know, the seniors deserve to get there and we have a good enough team to do it. We just got to produce and we'll see what happens. But other than that, just a regular work week. Same old shit. Same old shit, different yeah. toilet. Did you get appreciated for it during this week? Hey, you students give you give you something? No, the school did. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I got a lunchbox. A lunchbox? A lunchbox. What kind of lunchbox are we talking here? Just an insulated lunchbox. One of those, one of those like... Uh, it looks like a cylinder. It's like cloth? Yeah. And it's got like the it's got like the insulation inside. Oh, so, nice. You know, That's it's good. Nice. It's useful. It's useful. Yeah, I've been using it all week. It's so yeah, nice because now you know when I get to practice, I actually have cold water. You mm. know, so that's good. Yeah, you're early. You're a big cooler guy. I love my coolers. Sorry. I'm always prepared. You're, yeah, you. Are. If one thing you want to know about me is I'm always prepared really for are. everything. I have to say, you really are. Gotta you know, give you credit. Gotta give you credit there. You know, if you need water, I got it. Yep. You know, sometimes I don't have everything, but. I don't, I, don't mean, I, don't, I don't know. I can't, I can't really think of a time where you, like if we did something, say go golfing or did, went somewhere, you weren't forgetting. I always forget shit. I always forget shit. Yeah. I'm the worst. <laughs> you said it, not me. I'm just agreeing with you. <laughs> I, mean, listen, I, I, I have no problem. I won't deny that shit. I, I, know, I know who I am. But who do you think you are? Anyway, so <laughs> but, um, uh, let's let's before we get into sports, I really want to address a, a question that was sent in by a fan. We're gonna do fan questions now. Can, can we at least do this one? It's such a fucking great question. We talking about this one? The we have one? four questions this week. We are going up in the questions. So yeah, we got four nice questions. You know, before we get into the muddy of it, one of the questions that Chen's is talking about is from our friend Anthony from the Bronx. So that really narrows it down. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, if you could make your own sports franchise, what sport would you pick? Where lo- What location would you have it in? What would be your team name? And what would the color scheme be? And what would be the name of your arena? Oh, we're doing arena too. And arena. Arena? Because arena, arena means... Or stadium. I was going to say, arena stadium, specifies arena. Like hockey or Where you basketball. play your home games. Your stadium. Your stadium. Stadium's a general term. Okay. Arenas like hockey and basketball. Mm-hmm. Stadium is baseball. It could be anything. But field. Field could be baseball, hockey, uh, baseball, football, football, soccer, soccer. Even though soccer, mm. you know, the only time you really hear pitch is soccer. Well, that's if you're across the pond. So, do you want to do it now, or do you want to just wait till later? We can tease it. Let's tease it. That's one of the questions we're gonna think. Think about what you would answer, and. Hit us up with some of your answers, right, and we'll sh- we'll share up the answers. All right. I guess Puma really wants to get into sports. Yeah, I think you know that's what this whole thing's about. That's what it is about. <laughs> that's exactly what it's about. You know, um, there are some topics I really want to get into. All right, what do you want to start? Um, with? First, we're going to start. Let's start with the 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 
thing that's on the things are on the forefront, which is NHL and NBA playoffs. All right, let's get NHL out of the way again. Well, I wouldn't say out of the way. I think NHL is more fun to talk about than basketball. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it by that. I'm just saying we, we've been we've yeah. been putting we've been putting NHL first quite often. Lately. Yeah. Well, you know what? We it deserves the love. All right. It so, deserves the love. So what do we got? So our final four has been set since our last time that we've recorded. The Bruins of Boston are taking on the Hurricanes of Carolina in the East. And in our West, we have the Blues of St. Louis against the Sharks of San Jose. Um, the West, two, the two teams in the West came come off of two seven-game series. So two exciting series. And Carolina's coming off a sweep of the Islanders. And Boston's coming off a six-game series win off of Columbus, which I did predict, by the way. Yep, you did. You did. So I have I had that series locked up. Um, it we sucks. Got, we still got to pick a Yankee game for hot dog. Yes, we do. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. We'll talk that when we talk baseball and the Yankees. We'll talk about that. Um, so Boston and Carolina, a wild card team against a Stanley Cup favorite in the Boston Bruins. Uh, Boston leads this series one nothing right now. They took game one five to two. Uh, close game. Pretty convincingly. No, no, wasn't very convincingly. Um, no, the fourth, it was a 3-2 game. The fourth goal was scoring an empty net, and then they scored the fifth goal with two minutes to go. So, if the, Carolina did have a lead in this game. I think this is going to be a good series. You want to make a prediction? Um, I think it's going to go seven. Yeah? Wow, I think really? I think Boston will win in seven, only because I think the home team wins every game. Mm. But the thing about Boston is that they're a battle-tested playoff team. Yeah, they are. And they can potentially go into Carolina and steal a game. That's the thing. That's the key. That's the key. They have to get one in Carolina. You know. Because like we've been talking about, Carolina's lights out mm-hmm. at home. That that fucking home arena advantage is unparalleled anywhere else in, in NHL at least. Yes, it is. And so that's a that's a great point. If they can get one down there. You know, See they, they, what's the saying? You, it's you don't you're not in trouble in a series unless you lose a home game. Yeah, sure, sounds like a good saying. You know, the <laughs> murder. You know, I mean, I, I like I said, Boston. I'm sick and tired of the Boston teams. They've won so many championships. Yeah, but you know, you have to you have to acknowledge the greatness. You do, and I'm not putting away the greatness of the Boston franchises between I'm the annoyed. Patriots. I'm and annoyed. Boston. I think every. I don't even want to just say New York fan. Maybe New York fan, but like especially Yankee fans because the Met, the New York Met fan doesn't have to deal with a Boston uh, rivalry Center team. Yeah, no, it's Philly, okay. but, Washington, but Miami. Mets and Yankees fans could be Knicks fans, and they share the hatred for the Celtics. That's the Celtics. Uh, they could they be could, Ranger they fans. Could be Ranger fans. They could be Jet are, or Giant fans. Jet or Giant fans. Either one. Both teams hate the Patriots. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, maybe just fuck it. New York fans, New York sports fans in general. Hate right? everything about Boston. Hate Boston. Hate them. You know, I... But you gotta you gotta fucking respect what they're doing. Someone, exactly. Someone on, on ESPN made a hot take saying that Brian Cashman reminds him of Bill Belichick in the, in the way that Cashman has been able to, like, not even just this year, but throughout his career, I guess, has been able to take guys. This is what he, this is he, this is what he said. Take guys that aren't necessarily the biggest names and turn them into 
contributing players for the Yankees. And then trade them, and then they go back to what they were before they were Yankees. Right. So, Well, I could think of one guy right now that's lighting it up for the Yankees. Right now. Right, but then... Gio who, Urshela. Who was it? Rothenberg, I think, was on the radio, and he's like, I'm not putting anybody with Belichick. No. He's like, uh, he's a whole... Belichick is Darth Sidious of the Star Wars universe. I mean, he's the best. He's the fucking best, man. He's the, I hate he's to a, say it. He is the best coach and he is the general, and he is the general manager of that team too he's everything he does everything you know you he, he picks up a fucking a nobody and makes them into a, a somebody a, a, not even just a somebody like a, a fact all every super bowl there's a new guy that comes out of nowhere and is the and is the guy for that super bowl it's crazy, man, but it's great. And you got the Red Sox doing their thing. The Bruins are on the fucking roll. Um, and, you know, the Celtics could have been. They they blew it. But, fuck, man. You know, I, I like I said, you know, I'm sick and tired of Boston being in the thick of everything and winning everything. And, you know, I personally think that Boston will get to the cup final, but I well, think... yeah, you said you called them winning... They think they're going to win in seven, yeah. only because I think every team is going to win. The home team is going to take every game. But, you know, if Carolina, they play tomorrow, you know, we're recording on a Saturday, so they're playing Sunday night. Hopefully, you know, they can... Carolina can make it a series and go back to Carolina tied at one. But we'll see what happens. In the West, you have the St. Louis Blues against the San Jose Sharks. That's going to be a fucking great series. This is going to be a great series. You have the whole Pavelski thing. Pavelski came back like for Game 7 after taking that devastating hit to the head in the first series against against the Golden Knights. He's back. He had he, he had two, two points. He had a goal and an assist in Game 7. And you have a Blues team that, you know, has been firing on all cylinders. You know, we as Ranger fans, we're not happy to see the Blues. We wish it was the Stars because mm. we've missed out on that pick. Um, there is a chance to get another first-round pick if Zuccarello re-signs with the Stars. So there's another way to get a pick, but that would be in the 2020 draft, not the 2019 draft. Do so next think, year's draft. Do you think he'll do it? No. You feel like he's coming back. It depends. Or you felt that way. I guess you don't feel that way. I, I I don't know. It really it's really hard to tell. It really it's really hard to tell what the direction of where the Rangers are going to go. They have 18 million in cap. Um, they have to sign. They're restricted free agents. Isn't that crazy? That they have 18 million in cap. That's a pretty decent amount in hockey, right? Decent. The Knicks can potentially have $74 million in cap. You know, it's crazy. It's crazy, the salary difference. It is. It is. And, you know, after, I think if you can, if they trade some of their their contracts and get more cap space, you know, Panarin's going to command between, I'm just going to give a range between $9 million and $11 million. You might have to give them eight years for $11 million. So if you give them $11 million, you're paying them $11 million a year. All you're left with is how much how much you have left, seven million in cap space to resign your RFAs. So, so probably not gonna happen. It probably won't happen just on their cap. Do space. you want it? Do you? Would you want them to of get course, him? Of course. All right, but of course, as a fan, yes. But thinking in the business side of it, I don't think it makes sense. Right, and 
would he really okay he'd make he'd make an immediate impact on the team of course right but is that is that the goal here to to be able to compete right now well that's that's what last week i said you'll know what the rangers are thinking about the group of players they have based on who they signed this in the off season I think that with the guys they have right now, even without Panarin, just getting a Hughes or a Capo in the draft, I think that they're going to be able to compete for a playoff spot. Right. I don't think they're going to they're contending for a cup. Uh-huh. I can see them getting through a first round series potentially. Really? Potentially. It depends on who they play and what seed they fall into. If they can pl- if they can pull a three seed and play a two seed in the Metro, you know you're looking at maybe. A Capitals team or even a Carolina team, maybe. You know, a lot of things can change. Um, You know, if they're a wild card team and they're playing a team in the Atlantic Division, maybe like a a Tampa Bay or Toronto, I don't think they get out of the first round. But we'll see. Yeah, I mean, they're a young team. Yeah, I think so. They only get better. I think. I think the year where we should really look at them is next year, twenty twenty one. Oh, two years. Nineteen twenty 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 one. Next season, not the season coming up next season right okay and you know you have another year for them to develop and gel you know you're gonna get another round of picks you know i really the rangers are it it all depends on what they do here if they can sign panarin and if they can you know get keandre miller out of college and they can fortify their defense and fox is who they think they're gonna be so they ha- yeah they have you know they have a bunch of young guys that they just signed your boy fox uh, Miller, like you said. Um, they got the kid Lindquist from from Sweden. Uh, what's his name? Matt's boy, Shostorkin. Shostor. Well, defensively, that's a goal. He's a goaltender, but defensively, it's all depend. It all well, I'm just, depends. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying these young guys in general who who we haven't seen yet. Okay. Right. Yeah. That, well, Kratz off. Then you talk about Kratz right, right, right. off. So like all these guys that are that we're excited to see because all the hype. Yes. And if we can get Capo, right? We we've seen highlight videos. He was just number three on top ten. That goal he scored in the World Champs. Sick man, sick. sick. So getting hooked, falling down, scoring a goal. Very a very Ovechkin like. Yeah man. Very Ovechkin like. Beast. All these guys that we're excited to see. We don't know what to expect. We know what to expect with the guys that were already on the team this past year, and that's great because I like them. You like them. Young team, only going to get better. But you add these pieces that that we just signed. Who knows what could happen? Exactly. Who knows, man? You, you, know, you might be right. They're they, f- they can definitely contend next year with the right draft pick and a right signing this offseason. I think I think they can contend for a <clears throat> playoff spot, not the cup. I think they're a, playoffs. Yeah. I think they're a season or two away from how far cup out were they this year? They well, if they finish, they finished seventh worst in the league, so they were probably tenth or eleventh in the Eastern Conference. Something along those lines. But they they were young. And you know what? The problem, not the problem, but the thing about the Rangers this year that if you watch the games, you know, I did. I know Matt did. You know, the diehard Ranger fans that, I follow, that I'm in the group with on Facebook. You know, watching every game. They showed flashes. And then they would just go on spells. They were very bad defensively. They were young. They didn't know how to hold leads late in games. They lost a lot of games they in did, overtime. They did, they did that. I, I I even know that shit. They lost a ton of games in overtime where if they win some of those games, maybe it's a different story. But you know what? 
with all things considered, the season they they had granted us, you know, we get we got lucky in the lottery. We have the second overall pick. You know what? I didn't have any expectations going into last season. I knew they were going to be. They knew I knew they weren't going to make the playoffs. I knew what was happening. You know, they were very clear with their rebuild. Mm-hmm. You know what? They're doing it right. right. But the sad thing is, is that they're going to be contending faster for a playoff spot than the fucking Knicks. And the Knicks have been rebuilding. I'm not going to get you started, but it's just the truth of the matter. No, you know what? You don't have to get me started. I'm not getting started on anything. You're, but it's just you're, the truth you're, you're, you're 100% right. That, yo, let me get that iced coffee. And I'll tell you, and I'll tell you why. The Knicks haven't won in 50 years. I'll tell you why. The the difference between the Knicks and the Rangers. The difference between the Knicks and the Rangers Do is it. that Dolan... Oh, you're right. This is bad. By the way, Dunkin' Donuts over Starbucks coffee all day long. Iced. 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 Because I'm not going to lie to you. Dunkin' Donuts regular hot coffee tastes like fucking piss sometimes. Mm-hmm. Depends who makes it for you. Really does. Really depends who guess, makes it. Maybe. I don't know. But um, the reason why... The difference between the Knicks and the Rangers is this. There's one guy. His name is James Dolan. Garden CEO, MSG CEO, owns both teams. Dolan was more involved in the hiring decisions of the front office with the Knicks than he was with the Rangers. Dolan gave Glenn Sather full control of that franchise and and Slather was able to do whatever the fuck he wanted. And between Isaiah Thomas, between the coaching decisions, between Phil Jackson, Dolan had a hand in all that. And he halted a lot of things. You know, the year halted. they the year, halted. The year the year they won fifty four games. That was just a one year thing. It wasn't sustainable. Mm-hmm. You know, you had guys like Chauncey Billups, Jason Kidd, Carmelo, Amari. Amari. You know, you had these old old guard guys that were able to put it together for a year. But now they're doing it right. You know, they have Are they? They have I I I don't know, man. What what's your take on Fizdale? I like Fizdale. I like Fizdale because he's a player's coach, but he's he's tough. And I feel like he plays his style of play for me is what makes sense. Um a guy like D'Antoni is is the tre- run- is the trendy pick because he's a he's running, running gun, gun, three three point shoot, offense all day, and we just saw what happened. I don't know how anybody can ever again have faith in the fucking Rockets and James Harden specifically. I mean, what's it going to take for this fucking owner to to fire D'Antoni? You had the chance of a lifetime to beat the Warriors, and you fucking blew it. But that's a whole other thing. But, Going back to the Knicks, are they doing it right? Doing it right, Puma, would be them drafting, if they get the first overall, drafting Zion. Which I think is a foregone conclusion. What? That they would draft Zion oh, with oh, the number one overall yes. pick. Yes, yes. If they got the number one overall right. pick. What I'm saying is, they got the, because a lot of people are saying that they would draft Zion and then trade him to the Pelicans for Anthony Davis. No. No, no. Why? That's asinine. Because, like you mentioned, that one season was a fucking flash in the pan. Big success for one season. They couldn't get the ultimate job done. 
and a lot of people are seeing are saying like the Knicks haven't won in 50 years. We gotta win now. And then someone someone mentioned, um, I would rather have. Oh, it was Cashman. Cashman said, um, when he was making all these deals for these young guys, I would rather have championships than championship than a championship. And that's the right way of thinking. It's the right way of thinking. Yeah, but even though even though he said that, someone else said, "Oh, but it's easy to say that when you're Brian Cash and you're the fucking Yankees when you when you have all this this history of winning. The Knicks haven't won in fifty years. You have to win now. Why? Why do you have to win now? Why do you have to win right now? Why wouldn't you want to set yourself up to be good good for a long time? Well, think you don't of, have to win every single year. Well, think right? about it. Look at what the Rangers are doing." And that brings me back to what the Rangers are doing. They're getting right. draft picks. That's what I'm they're saying. getting assets. But then what they're going to do is they have so many assets, they can trade those assets because they have no room for them. Yeah. You know, and they're not saying, oh, have you heard anything about them saying, oh, we're going to trade the second overall pick for Mitch Marner? No. I don't even know who that is, but yeah, I wouldn't. Mitch Warner is one of the superstars in the uh, for the Maple Leafs, and he's a restricted free agent. We talked about him last week a little bit. Oh, okay. But they're no. not going to trade the second overall pick. Right. They want they wanted that pick. They got that pick. Yes. And Gorton, what Gorton did with the Fox deal was we had we had so many draft picks, and potentially at that time we might have had three first round picks with the stars still in contention, you know. That you can trade a second pick, your second pick this year, and, and a conditional third next year, right? And you know the Knicks are talking about trading a franchise player, potential fr- franchise player. No, he's a franchise player. Okay, there's, there, there's been no, there hasn't been somebody like him in college. All okay, right? so when, that when, when all when you look back at other for, uh, over, number one overall picks who were busts like. Anthony Bennett for the Cavs, who turned out to be a total zero. All right, you think number one overall pick, you think franchise changer, you pick him, he doesn't do shit, and you're saying, wow, I guess we can't really make that that remark to to number one overalls. You can when it's talking about Anthony Davis. You can when it's talking about a guy like Zion Williamson. These guys are fucking freaks. So. I have no problem saying that Zion is a is a franchise changer. And I think the Knicks just need to stick with the fucking plan and have patience. If you get the first overall... Do not draft and trade. Just tr- draft him. Keep him. And you could still sign the two big fucking names. Why won't you roll, why won't we roll with that? Why can't you just say, okay, yeah, we're going to draft Zion, sign KD, sign Kyrie or Kemba, whatever the fuck you want to do, and... See where that gets you this year. See where it gets you next year with a new, with a more developed um, core. Yeah, I mean, you know, the, and the, these guys the rest, can... the rest of the roster shouldn't say sucks. You have Dennis Smith Jr., who's who's proven to be a, a really nice guard. Is he a point guard? Is he a shooting guard? What is he? We really don't know. You got Ke- uh, Kevin Knox. He's gonna be going into his sophomore year. I like him. I like him. I think he's a really nice player. He's he's still in my in my eyes developing. Yeah, he's very raw, but what he's about, got he's got a lot of skill. What about the other guy that you traded that ended up? Oh, Mitch Robinson. Mitch Robinson. Yeah, the the center. I mean, he's another guy. He's like a he's he's a modern day big man, and and that means 
you're not going to go to him as a primary scoring option um, down low. He's not going to put a nice post move. I, I, I know what you're saying, dude. <laughs> I've had this all fucking week. I know. It's all right. I have, allergies. I have allergies. I'm fucking tearing up. It happened, it's been happening all week. He's crying because the Knicks I don't are so even, bad. <laughs> but anyway, Mitch Robinson's not going to be your, your go-to big man to score down low, but he'll get you rebounds. He'll get you putbacks. He's athletic. He'll run the floor. He'll throw it down. He'll block shots which is great. That's what he does. So if you throw out a starting five of Kyrie, Dennis Smith, uh, KD, um, KD. Wow. What, what am I doing? Uh, Zion. Zion. Shut up. <laughs> Zion. Zion. Yeah. Durant, Zion, and um, Mitch Robinson. Now, is DeAndre Jordan a free agent? Or is he coming back? I, they, I think they might have him because I don't think he's a free agent. They might have him for a year, which is great because he's done wonders for Mitch Robinson's development. Um, so side side tangent, all being what it is, I think that you know what this all goes comes down to is the fact that the Knicks have an opportunity here to build something for the future. Right, right. And you know what? It's if you're saying, oh, the Knicks haven't won in how many years? 1970 is the last year they won. It's been 50 years. 50 years. So. The Rangers have won one cup since 1940. They won in 94, right? They got to the cup final in 2014, right? But it's it's kind of the same talk, okay? We've won one fi- one Stanley Cup in, four, in how many years that is, right? And the talk is still do it the right way. Do it the right way. You want to contend for years, not for one year, not for two years. You want to contend for 10 years. And then break it down. You know, I watched, there's um, SB Nation on YouTube does a great thing about collapses and stuff like that. The Red Wings made the playoffs for like 27 years straight. And you want that. Right. You want that. They won cups. They were competitive. You know, at the end of that streak, they were struggling. You know, their core was gone. You know, Iserman left. Datsuk left, Zetterberg left, Lindstrom retired, Holpe retired, Osgood left, Hoskud left, whatever. But the point is, is that that was sustainable. The Knicks, who cares if you haven't won since 1970? Do you want a championship or do you want two or three? Do you want to be a Golden State Warrior dynasty or do you want to be a team that wins once and goes away? Uh, yeah, I mean, look at great, great reference there with the Warriors. Yeah, they haven't won every single year, but it almost feels like they have because they've been so dominant. The How many? Last... They've been in what four finals in a row? Yeah, they've been in every one for like the last few years. You know, like they shouldn't even play out the Western Conference playoffs. Just let Golden State just go straight to the finals at um, this point. But let's go back to the NH. Uh, let me make my prediction for the West, right. and then we'll talk about the NBA. Um, so Blues, Sharks. I think it's going to be a tight series as always. I think it goes. I think it goes seven, again. So you got two seven-game series, and I think it's going to be. Now this is a tough one because I like the Blues, and I like the Sharks. I think it's going to come down to puck luck. I think it's going to come down to who gets the bounce, who scores that goal. If you gun to my head, I'm going to say the Sharks. Wow. So you got a Sharks Bruins. Uh, Stanley Cup final. I get, but honestly, I can see both teams coming out of the West. I can see the Blues. I can see a situation with the Blues. I can see a situation with the Sharks. I can see both ways happening. 
Yeah, that have, series is more of a coin. You have no doubt about the Bruins. I have no doubt about the Bruins. No doubt. Wow. All right. No doubt. So, so final lock it in, Bruins Sharks. Both in seven. Both in seven. Both in seven. All right. Lock it in. So we gotta get a lock sound. <laughs> locks in. You're the sound effect, sound effect guy. Sound effect guy. You you know we don't need a switchboard. We got our sound effects. So now let's go to the snooze fest. Still, that is the NBA playoffs. That is not exciting, in my opinion. You can't say it's a snooze fest. It's not. It. You know what? When I hear that there's a game seven for the NBA, I'm like, oh, all right. When I hear there's a game, you just don't like basketball, man. When I hear that there's a game seven for NHL, I'm like, I'm watching that game. You just don't like basketball. I'm watching that game. You know. All right, so Chance, like, like, while you talk about this, I'm gonna go to take a nap. Yeah. So, so we like got, wake me up when it's over. We've got uh, two game sevens happening on Sunday. By the time this episode episode's released, those two teams will be determined. Um, I think the Raptors come out of that game, and ah uh, man, Portland and Denver, man, it's really hard to pick. You got Portland with. Um, McCollum and Dame Lillard. Um, nice supporting cast, but Denver. I just think Denver's the better team overall, and I think Jokic. Jokic in in these playoffs this year in general, but especially this playoff, has propelled himself into top ten player in the NBA. Conversation. He he's he's incredible. And I'm glad I'm, I'm I'm glad that he's shining. I'm glad that he's shining because I, I believe he was the same year as KP. KP got all the hype. Meanwhile, he's he's way better than KP. I would I would take Jokic over KP any fucking day, any day. Fuck KP. Um, heard I knew that was coming. Yeah, uh, the Bucks made made a mincemeat out of the fucking Celtics. You want to talk about a freak? Giannis Antetokounmpo is a freak. Yeah, well, freak. His nickname says it all. No, but he's 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 amazing. What a fucking player! What a player! Um, but now people are saying, "Wow, the Warriors. Good thing they have K- KD. You know, even though he went down, good thing they have him. Because next year, if he leaves, oh, it's going to be wide open. I don't know how you can say that." I don't know how you can say it's going to be wide open next year if Kevin Durant leaves. Well, Thompson might leave too. So you're losing KD and Clay Thompson. I don't think you'd lose both of them. I really don't. I don't know how they would break up that that core group. They would do whatever they got to do to keep Clay Thompson's as they should. They've shown you don't they don't need KD to win. Yeah, they, they won with him, but they won without him. So why, why is everyone forgetting that, that they won without him? I believe they won two times without him. So if he leaves, yeah, it's going to give another team, a, it's going to make another team very competitive. And if that team isn't Knicks, the Knicks become relevant again. But you mean to tell me that in the West, let's look at the current Western Conference teams in the playoffs, right? If 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 the same teams make it next year, okay, the Warriors have who they have. Then they got the Clippers. You mean to tell me the Clippers can all of a sudden hang with the Warriors? No. The Rockets get the fuck out of here. They couldn't do it last year. 
when when uh, they couldn't do it this year either. Fuck them. They suck. Jazz, maybe? No. Portland and Denver might have the best chances, but you got to just you got to go with the Warriors, man. They are the best team because they have who they have. And until those guys start uh getting bad, I poor choice of words there, but they get older, they start getting older. Yeah, just everything starts to decline. Nobody's going to nobody will beat them. Now, the East has the most potential. Bucks are going to get better. Pacers, I believe, will get better. 76ers, uh, I don't know. Man. Sorry, Austin. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They're, they That's a team that was built to win now with Jimmy Butler, and Jimmy Butler's going to go. Raptors, I mean, Kawhi, he's probably gone too. So, who knows, man? Who knows? But the Warriors, just to me, they're the best team. They are going to be the best team until that group is, is gone. So, my predictions, I guess. Uh, I'm going to have Denver winning tomorrow and Toronto winning. And then we'll have Golden State versus Denver and Milwaukee versus Toronto. And that's going to be a great, great series. Great series. I don't care what you say, Puma. That's something I would like to watch. That's something I'd like to watch. I know you don't give two shits about the NBA. That's fine. You don't have to. Let's well, move on. Well, the thing, like I said, Let's you move. know, Let's move. <laughs> you don't want me to hate on anything Let's more? On. So, one thing I want to talk about, and it just popped up on my phone, is the Giants new, the New York Giants news, talk about football really quick here, with Odell. Landon Collins came out, who is now with the Redskins, said that the Giants never offered him a deal, and that they always Giants never offered Collins a deal. Collins, yeah. What, what happened with Odell? Was Odell? Odell got traded, but they said, yeah, I know, but I know they. That, but you said Odell. Landon Collins came out and said that the Giants always thought that Odell was a problem, even way before, even when they drafted him, really? and they're saying that he was a cancer in the locker room that he was a prima donna, that he was all this stuff. Now, my thing is, is Odell Beckham Jr. is a generational wide receiver. Baggage ex- baggage excluded, right? He's got one... Generational? The, he's He's got the best set of hands in the game right now. Jerry Rice. Well, he de- let's see, uh, you know, it's right now, right now, if he... Keeps going the way he's going. He's going to be up there with Jerry Rice. Is he the best wide receiver right now? I think so. Yeah? You know, I, I think if you compare him to like DeAndre Hopkins or Antonio Brown or... Um, I mean, he's up there for sure. He's he's top three. Fine. Uh, give me top three at what least. About, what about Julio Jones, man? People yeah. forget about him. People forget about how good he is. He's not as good as he used to be. Not as good as... I'm sorry, Chin. You know, Chin, our Falcons fan, but... Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Julio Jones is still... He's... I know his numbers don't... Don't say it. But he's getting doubled. Every time. So is Odell. I don't know, man. Okay? He only scored... Julio Jones only scored eight touchdowns last year for for 1,600 yards. You're going to look at the numbers. You're going to look at the numbers. 
But you have to understand he's drawing all these the, the but, double double coverage. But even look at the, look at look at his career for Julio Jones. The most touchdowns he scored in a season was ten. I, I don't care what people say. The wide receiver is reliant on the quarterback. He's throwing Matt Ryan's his quarterback. I'm not saying that the talent of the quarterback. If the quarterback doesn't fucking throw to you in the end zone, you can't do anything about it. But they but do. He gets he gets them there. He gets them to the end zone. Okay, and then they throw it. They either run it in, or they throw it to a fucking tight end, or they throw it to the other guy, the other wide receiver who's not getting covered. Right? You know, his his best season was in 2015, and he had 130 and he had eight uh, touchdowns. Eight. That's it. But that's it. That's his best season. But yeah, but it's his best season. Because look at the yards. Yeah. Look at the receptions. Yeah, exactly. That's his best season. And he averaged 160 yards, 116 yards a game. Look, look at this past year. 113 receptions for 1,600 yards and eight, recept- and eight touchdowns. That's not far off. Come on, man. You know, I don't... I think that... I think Odell is better than... than... Um, than Julio Jones. Okay? Let's see. One... In the same span. Right? 12, 13, 10 touchdowns. 2017, he was hurt. 2016, he was hurt. Okay, he's fine. Go to go to his best season. 2016, 101 receptions, 1300 yards on a bad Giants team with no offensive line. Okay, you have What's Eli. You have argument here. My argument is that our Odell Beckham Jr. is if you put Odell Beckham Jr. on the Atlanta Falcons with Matt Ryan. He does better than Julio Jones. Oh my! You're making it seem like 2016 Eli Manning is a fucking shitty fucking quarterback. He is. They have no offensive line, and oh. he, and Matt Matt Ryan is more mobile than Eli Manning. So all right. But anyway, back to my point. No 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 no. Oh, We're finishing this. Odell Beckham Jr. all day long over Julio Jones. Okay. Maybe you know you might have an you okay. have an argument. You have an argument with DeAndre Hopkins. Okay. Why? Okay, DeAndre Hopkins is a better receiver than Julio Jones is. But who's his quarterback? He was, he had... Who before, before what's his name now? Before Watson? Yeah. It was Matt Brock... Schaub? Matt Schaub, Brock Osweiler. Matt Schaub, bro. I, I, okay, but... I'm just saying, you're, you're, you're arguing that uh, Odell... Is oh. better than Julio Jones. That's my argument. Yeah, but you're bringing in the quarterbacks. Well, don't, don't tell me about the fucking quarterbacks. I'm not talking about quarterbacks here. Okay. Odell Beckham Jr. In the, I would rather have Odell Beckham Jr. in that set of hands in double coverage any day of the week than Julio Jones. And that's not me being a homer either because he's a giant. Any day of the week. Any day of the week. Julio Jones. Dude. Can't get shut. Gets goes invisible. What? Invisible. Look, you just saw the numbers. Yeah, I did. They're better than his. No, they're not. Look at the atmosphere. What number's better? A hundred and thirty or a hundred and one? One hundred and thirty. Okay. What's more? But like I said, sixteen hundred, thirteen hundred. If you put Odell on the same team with Matt Ryan and that offensive line and a run game, Odell's got better numbers. Watch what happens did now. Watch. Not, did the Giants not have a run game this game this past year? He was hurt this year, Odell. So you can't even say anything about that. If you if you tell me that if you if Odell doesn't have a career year in Cleveland this year where the team is actually competent, 
If he can't get big numbers this year, he's going. If he well, he's got to stay healthy first of all. But if he stays healthy and plays oh, a full, oh, that's a whole other thing. Well, well, Julio Jones has missed games too. He's been Everyone hurt. Missed games is game. You know. uh, games is what the fuck. Julio Jones is a fucking stud. Stud. I'm not saying he's not bad. I'm just saying if we're talking about him I or Odell, say Julio Jones over Odell. I say Odell. I'm not saying any day of the week. I'm saying Odell. I'm I'm just saying. I Julio Jones doesn't him. catch that ball against oh, the Cowboys. Julio Jones oh. doesn't catch that ball that Odell caught against the Redskins a couple years ago. Okay, we're not, and we're talking about baggage outside. Okay, mm-hmm. baggage away. Strictly, strictly Strict, on the field. Strictly on the field. Okay. No, but man. my point is, is that know, this is my point. Back to the whole thing about Odell and the Giants and what the Giants thought of him. If you thought he was going to be an issue this entire time, why draft him? They drafted him strictly for for football reasons, and they regret it. Now, what I want to know is, I didn't go back and look, but I want to know who was available when they drafted Odell, who they could have gotten instead. But you want to look that up real quick. You got your phone. Look it up real quick. I'm doing some social media stuff right now. So, I think that... When was he drafted? 2014. So, the 2014 draft. 2014 NHL draft. I think that... It's... It's asinine for the Giants to say, Oh, you know, have buyer's remorse. This guy was your... You know, part of your nucleus. And you know what? You didn't want him to be the, for lack of a better term, flamboyant. You didn't want him to be a a problem with the media. The whole Josh Norman thing, you know, that when he was going nuts, you know, his his boat trip with Bieber before that playoff game against Green Bay, you know. But the thing is, is that if you put him on a team that was competent. And that, you know, he was on one good team, and that was 2015 when they went to the the playoffs and they, you know, that whole Bieber thing happened. But if you put him on a team that had an offensive line that gave Eli time to throw the ball, you know, I mean, Eli, look at what Eli did with Plaxico. Look what Eli did with Hakeem Nix. Look what Eli did with Victor Cruz. You know, Eli gets the ball to his primary receivers when he has time. And when you have a receiver like Odell that can run the skinny post in the slot that's that can hang in coverage and if you can't give him time to get the ball down the field he, you kind of eliminate Odell he's invisible you know you can't give him a quick out behind the line of scrimmage and expect him to run for for yards yeah he's fast as fucking hell but he's a downfield threat and the Giants offensive line has been dog shit for the last five years and there's been no way to get Odell the ball in places where he can succeed. And now, hopefully, I mean, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, some of the guys they drafted last year on the offensive line can grow a little bit. Hopefully, the offensive line gets a little bit better. Hopefully, a second year of Barkley is better and can help Eli with some time to get the ball to his receivers. You know, I, I, I can't sit here and say the Giants were right for trading Odell. I mean, I see why they traded Odell. You know, you got that pick from the Browns. You get that cornerback. You know, you built some secondary help. But still, you need an offensive line. And no matter who receiver you have, 
on the outside as your deep threat. If you can't get the ball downfield or you can't let plays develop, they let the receivers get downfield, it doesn't matter. You can have fucking Jerry Rice on the outside in his prime. And if you can't get in the ball downfield, he does nothing for you. Am I right about saying that, Chance? That if you don't have an offensive line and let plays develop, it doesn't matter who you have. No, I, I understand. I agree with you on that point. And that's why I'm saying if you put Odell on a better team, his numbers are better. That's what I'm saying, and that's why I think you know you can forecast that. And this year with Mayfield and what the Browns are, the Browns are ready to contend for a playoff spot. The Browns aren't the old Browns anymore. No, no, no. I, listen, the you know, Browns are going to be good. And let's good. We'll see what happens. I'm not going to say they're going to be dominant because there's still that that X factor of team chemistry and if Odell is the cancer that they say he is in the locker room I mean you've got the fucking the egos you got on that team now you got Mayfield Landry who knows maybe Odell playing with Landry his boy I I definitely think Landry is more grounded I think Landry's going to help him not saying he's grounded by any <laughs> means but he's more grounded than like like Fucking Landry is is a uh, is a three story building, while Odell is a fucking uh, condominium space shuttle. Okay, like, um, I think Landry might help him. Who knows? Maybe not. Baker Mayfield. I mean, he's got his fucking head is gigantic, but he performs, and that's what I don't mind. If they have, have Chubb. It, they have Chubb as well. well the now running they game. Got, what's his name? Hunt. And they got Kareem Hunt. So you know, and that defense is great too. Yeah, the defense is very good. You know, uh, Kellen Winslow, he's still around. <laughs> I don't know. Did his leg heal from that motorcycle accident? But um, it's actually not bad when the ice melts. It's still gross. I think that um, you know the whole giant, the whole the whole thing. Reason why I brought it up is because John, the Giants. You know, if they felt like he was going to be a problem from the get go, why draft him? Why draft him? I, I agree with you. Why draft him? I agree. You know, and then why sign him to that contract if you thought he was a problem? Mm-hmm. So don't give me the whole. Crocodile tears. Oh, we regret it. He was this. He was that. Blah, blah, blah. If you put a fucking team around him, he would have fucking excelled and he would have been a giant for life. So don't give me that shit. Get your fucking head out of your ass and actually put a fucking competent football team on the field and then maybe we can talk. But let's transition to baseball. Big series this weekend between the Yankees and the Rays for first place. Yankees took game one last night. An exciting game. Um, Now a half game out with the ragtag bunch of guys that they have. Guys are on their way back. Aaron Hicks is supposed to be activated on Monday. Exciting. Didi Gregorius is supposed to start spring training games in a couple of weeks. Um, no timetable for Judge or Stanton. Which is fine. Which is fine. I'm okay with that now. You know? When when that ha- when it first happened, when Judge, especially first got injured, I was like, oh shit, like, we need him to get back as soon as possible. But now, like you alluded to before, these guys are getting it done. Take your time. Well, like you said about Cashman, Cashman has found these guys and they're producing. It's unbelievable. You know, when your best hitter is Gio Urshela, <laughs> when you want Gio Urshela up with runners in scoring position, no, that says something. Baseball guy. Yes. You're a baseball guy. Urshela's not like a, a, a new guy in the league. He he's, started with the Indians. He's always been known for his glove. He's always been known to struggle at the plate. He was a light-hitting guy that could play the field. So now he's he's batting over 300. 344? Yeah, insane. What, what's the reason for his success? I mean, it, there could be a lot of different things. I think the Yankees might have said 
some things to help him with his approach at the plate. Like, do you think Tim's is really helping him that much? I think Tim, Tim's Marcus Tim's is helping him. I think the Yankee brass is saying showed him some, you know, showed him some video and said, "Hey, look at this, look at that, look at your pick selection." There's a lot of ways. How, how old is he? He's in his late twenties. Okay. You know, he started with the Indians. He was with Toronto last year, and the Yankees picked him up on a minor league deal and didn't know. Took a took a took a flyer on him. And did he play for the Diamondbacks? No. Then he took. Then they took the the. You know, he's and he's helping. I mean, he just even look at guys like, you know, DJ LeMayu. When everybody's everybody's when they signed him, everybody was like, "What the fuck? Why the no, fuck?" Do we no, no, no. He wasn't a popular signing. No, he wasn't a popular signing. But the, everybody was saying, "Why the fuck didn't you sign him?" Machado think... was still out there at that point. Why? That's did, true. That's why true. not? That's why? True. So now he's your leadoff hitter. He he's had two game winning hits. He has. He's he's doing everything. And, you know, Luke Voigt, like I said last week, has proven not to be Shane Spencer, you know? So far. So far. I mean, he's a pure hitter. Uh, defensively, he's gotten better. Yes. Um, I think he's just a competitor, man. You he's, know? He's, love, he's he's relishing his time now with the Yankees, giving getting the playing time that he wants, getting the appreciation from the fans and mm-hmm. his, his teammates that he's always wanted. I think that's with him. Like, he just needed that chance. Yeah, and I think that's why, you know, they that's why you see some of those deals. You know, there was no spot for him in in um in St. Louis. And I think that if with all hmm. things considered Dude, that's sick. Oh, the Stanley Cup being used as a BP thing. Wow. You know, I like I said, I, I think that what the Yankees are doing right now and what the Yankees have been able to do with um the guys that they have with the injuries that they have, it's astounding. And they're they're the biggest surprise. Don't tell me about the fucking Rays. Everybody thought the Rays were going to be competitive. The Yankees, a half a game out of first place with the guys of Didi Gregorius, Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton, Dellen Batanzas, Aaron Hicks, Severino. Severino, all on the DL. I think that it's important to sit here and say... I think the Yankees are the biggest surprise of the year. When you have guys like Domingo Horman as your ace right now, you while you know you have you have these guys like a DJ the Mayhew, Luke, like a Luke Voigt, like a Thero Estrada, you know, Gio Urshela, Talkman, Talkman, Cameron Mabin, these guys. Oh my God! Can we talk about Cameron Mabin? Good. Can we talk about him? He's a professional baseball player. Cameron Mabin, when he first came up, Marlins, right? He was Marlins minor league guy. I maybe. I'm pretty sure. Like he was supposed to be the, this amazing player. I know he's with the Angels for a while. I think he was with Detroit for a little while. I'm as pretty well. sure he came up with the Marlins. Fact check that shit real quick while I go on this. Nicky, <laughs> where is he? Where is he? This is what we need you. Mm-hmm. Um. What Keep- fuck. What was I saying? Oh right, yeah. So. He, yeah, there you go, yeah. Um, no, he, he came a, up with the Tigers. Oh wow! So he was supposed to be this 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 really promising young player. Never quite panned out the way they they wanted him to. Yankees pick him up for nothing, and he's been he's been huge for them lately. And interesting that you say he's a professional baseball player, but the Yankees style of play now lately has been different. Unusual for Yankees. They're stealing. The way I said they should play. They're stealing. 
They're moving runners over. They're bunting. They're fucking playing the game the way that we both like to see it played because mm-hmm. it's not all about... They're not all about hitting home runs now. Like, yeah, Void's doing it. Torres does it every once in a while. Sanchez. Sanchez, of course. But the rest of the guys that we mentioned... I mean, Urshel has been hot. Hot. And you got to keep him in the lineup until he cools down. So now that's... I was going to just bring that up. What are you going to do about Andujar? A DH. You DH him. I mean, right now you can use a DH spot for him. What about... What about when... Do you ever put him back in the field? Well, like I said, you know, do you really think Gio Shell is going to hit 350 for the entire season? Of course not. You know, there's going to be... Hits, if he hits good enough gonna be, to keep him in the lineup. Well, we'll see what happens. You know, it, well, all right, it's, just, a, it's a good problem to have. Put it that way. And you know what? Yes, it is. All right. Because all right. you have people that can, you know, give guys blows when they need a break. They... They're competent. You have guys... Whoa, who's giving guys blows over oh, Okay, here? well, get your mind out of the goddamn fucking gutter. I think that it's... BJ's. Everyone loves BJ's. <laughs> that's, a, that's a Matt video. Uh, but it's a good problem to have all these people. And we're not even talking about Tulowitzki, who's still hurt, who's going to oh, hopefully yeah. come back soon. You know, you have... Even the outfield. When you look at the outfield, when Hicks comes back, when Judge and Stanton do come back... You have Gardner, you have Cameron Mabin now, Frazier. What are you going to do with them? It's a good problem to have. You know, All right. the Yankees have shown their depth. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. But when you come back now, you know, I think it's easy to say that Andujar is going to have surgery at the end of the year. Um, really? I think so. But I think that you got to give Andujar some more time to get back into it. You know, he's hitting 196, I think, or he's a 180 no, hitter right I'm now. Not, I'm not like, but I'm not upset about his performance lately. I'm just saying. I think, but I, what I'm saying is, is I'd rather have an, an a 80% of Andujar than a 100% of G, actually having Gio Urshela. Because Gio Urshela right now is absolutely unconscious. And I don't think he can keep it up. I think, you know, baseball's a game, a, a game of ebb and flow. You keep the guy in the lineup when he's hot, and you know when he's not hot and he's struggling, then you make your decision. But for right now, with the way the with the way the infield looks, keep him out there. You keep him out there. You DH you DH Andujar. Let him get back up going at the plate, and go from there. Make the decision. Cross, cross that bridge when you get there. But staying in the the world of baseball, there's a little feud going on right now between D Gordon and J Hap. Sorry. Is this some more soccer shit? No, 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 no. We've got uh, five views on our poll that I posted. Three votes. Mm-hmm. All three for Julio Jones. Well, you know what? Those people are blind. Anyway, <laughs> so so there's a little feud, not that big of a feud, but it's been in the news. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, before we get into Dude, you don't let me fucking finish. Fuck off. Mm-hmm. We, we, we start these points... And the we 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 build these roads, and then we just stop building them, and then we start building new roads. I want to talk about can we uh, project what's going to happen to these guys on the Yankees when everyone comes back? Let's start. Let's. Start, I think I said let's let's, start. let's cross that bridge when we get there. Oh, because you want to know why? Because you don't know who else is going to get hurt. You don't know. What uh, Gio Urshela is going to be doing? Here's the situation I'm presenting right now. Okay, I'm just saying. So who's the starting nine when everybody comes back? Is no, that no, the no, question? No, 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 no. Let's let's just take it one position at a time. 
All right, let's start with third base. All right, let's say Urshela hits good enough to keep him. What's in, good enough? I don't know what's good enough these days. Two two seventy. Fine. Let's say he hits two seventy. All right. You keep him at third base for his glove. Uh, well, it that really depends on what you do with everybody else. So you said it's a good situation. It's a good problem. It's a good, to have. A good problem to have because. If the problem is that Urshela hits 270, which is good enough to keep him in the lineup these days. So pretty much you're saying is it... And you have Andujar as a DH. Then you have Stanton as a DH. You can have Sanchez as a DH. You can have Voigt as a DH. You can have Frazier as a DH. Okay. You, now, you you're have, get, now you're getting crazy. I'm not getting crazy. You're getting crazy. How am I getting crazy? You have all these guys. You have all these guys because all the fucking replacements have been doing good. So, so how do you not keep them? Especially when one of them, Urshela, better fielder than Andujar. But would you, I think I think if you throw up another one of your fucking poles. Andujar, yeah, he's mad because he's Andujar, losing the pole. Andujar will be... you rather have Andujar's bat yes. than Urshela. Right. So you would sacrifice the Andujar's glove for Urshela's glove because you want the bat. Okay, so then you you just get rid of Urshela from the lineup. No, he would be on the bench. You wouldn't send him no, down. That's what I mean. You, okay, you'd you put him on the bench. He would be. You would. He would play, maybe once or twice a week to give Andujar blood because you got to remember Andujar's shoulder is still shot. Right. So he's not going to play every day. Okay. So if he plays, if you got seven games and Urshela plays two of those games or three of those games, so Andujar. That's why it's a good problem to have because okay. then you can give Andujar the days off that he needs. So Andujar, you say he's not going to be totally hundred percent this year. Shoulder wise, <clears throat> throwing, not with the bat. Fine. Shoulder-wise, never going to be 100% this year. Yes? Okay. He will not be Yankees' everyday third baseman this year. I think he... It, when If you're talking about the situation to arise, yes. He will be penciled into the third into third base when you have Gio Oshella filling, no, no, no. giving mean, him blows and days off. Right. He's not going to be the everyday third baseman like he basically was last year. He will be, yeah. He's a, he's the this, starting third baseman. He's the starting third baseman, and then when you need to give him a, a day off, you put a shell out there. That's what I'm saying. All right, fine. That's what I'm saying. All right. Shortstop, Didi. Right, we got that. Second base, you Torres. Could, Tor, Torres, but now what happens with LeMahieu? Right. So this is the thing. Now, now LeMahieu now, play short? Uh, LeMahieu's a utility guy. He can play third, short. He played first base a couple nights ago. He's tall, right? He's like 6'2", 6'3". 6'4". 6'4". Big guy. So... Now, here's the question. DJ Hameyu taking up a roster spot and Gio Oshella. I can see the Yankees possibly trading ah, so Urshela. Now, now, this is what I wanted to get into. I Instead of you going down Urshela. the safe route and saying, let's cross that bridge when we get there. Yeah, we can. now we can we can start to like project fantasy shit here. Okay. Yeah, I agree. They, they got to trade somebody because... Now, what do you trade Urshela for, though? A pitcher? I think you gotta go pitcher. Why not? You don't need another positional guy. Well, the, now, now talking about now we're fantasizing, broadcasting things out. The Yankees are one of the favorites to land Dallas Keuchel. Right now. Mm-hmm. I wonder what he's gonna look like without a beard. I don't know. I don't. That's a scary sight. Maybe maybe his powers will come back. Maybe, but I think. The he's not gonna get signed till after the draft uh-huh. because there's a pick concept. There's a constant uh, a pick attached to him so 
that pick disappears after the draft. So I can see him signing in the beginning, early June after the draft. The June, the draft is like on the second. So I can see them, you know, signing him afterwards. Especially if Severino's not coming back until after the All-Star break, like they said. Which, I, like I said, been saying, that's, right, right. A, that's, that's a, a blessing, blessing in disguise. Yep, I agree with that. But So now LeMahieu, crowded infield. You have LeMahieu, you have Urshela. You cut Tulowitzki. You cut Tulowitzki. You cut your losses. And that would, we talked about that when they signed them. Because you're paying him the league minimum. Okay. And who you, knows? He might have never come back from that calf strain. Do you think... Yeah, yeah. He re-aggravated it. He was, uh, he was like three days from coming back and then he All right, so it. you don't lose much with him. You can trade Urshela. I would trade Urshela. Trade Urshela for a pitcher, for an arm. Yeah. I mean, especially if Batanzas... What, what about the outfield? Well, void at first base. Void at first. Greg Bird can go kick rocks. Yeah. Um, Sanchez behind the plate. Now, you're going to have to make a decision between... Now, Andrew Hart's in the lineup, right? So Stanton becomes your DH. Okay. So now you have to decide whether it's going to be... Hicks, Gardner, Frazier, Judge. no, and left. We're going left. Okay, left field. Frazier or Gardner. Now here's the problem: you have no left-handed hitting, so you got to put Gardner out there. You need a well, left-handed bat. No, you have Didi. You have Didi, and you have Hicks who can switch. Okay, but I think you put. I think I think Frazier's your fourth outfielder. You think he gets left out? No, I think he's on the roster. He's your fourth outfielder. You know what I mean? He's not the starter. I think Mike Tuckman gets left out. Well, no doubt. No okay. doubt. He's, not, he's gets batting under 200. You know, Hicks in center, judge in right. Yeah, man. Uh, Frazier's ha- been having such a good and year. And Frazier's your dish, fourth outfielder. But you, you know what? You platoon left field. Of course. You right. platoon left field. I know. Field. I just, for, and me, plus, for plus, me, like, Frazier's so young, I feel like we just got to give him as much playing time as possible. And you I know. hate I hate taking away time from Gardner because he's fucking Brett Gardner. But Gardner yeah. hasn't hit shit anyway. Yeah, but, man. But but the thing is, is with Frazier, with Frazier, you're gonna he's gonna get more playing time than you think because Hicks is coming back coming off a back injury. He's gonna need time off as well. And Judge is gonna come back from a pretty bad oblique strain. He's gonna need time off too. Yeah. So then you have you can use those five guys, right? Stanton included, to maneuver the outfield to give you guys off. So you have, that's why I'm saying it's a good, no, it's a good issue to have extra guys. I understand what you're saying. I know, I know. Now we have all these good guys to rotate in and out. And it's like, you won't be skipping a beat when you, when you have to rotate these guys. I understand. I, for me, it's just like, I want my starters to be my best players. Well, yeah. And that's, I and think, I, I don't want my, I don't want, as good guys coming off the bench because then that's I feel like you can use those guys to trade for other people no 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 no. I'm I'm not saying I would trade any of those guys I'm not saying you need depth you need depth I get it and that's what I get it what the proof is in the pudding no I I understand what you're saying but depth too much talented depth I think is is not good but then you're talking about trading your future for one year, you could Urshel is not part of your future. Yeah, no, I agree. I'm not. So you trade not, him, you don't lose anything. What I'm saying, but I'm what, not trading the and Gardner, outfield guys. And Gardner is done after this year anyway. You're not going to resign him because then you're going to give Frazier the Frazier the yeah, the spot. Yeah, that's okay. True. And like I said, the depth the Yankees have, you know, Camber Maven as well is another outfielder that's going to get the shit out of the stick. Yeah, of course. You know, 
it's 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 a big chick. Holy shit. <laughs> Yeah, it's softball for you. Anyway, God. so that's what, you know, you wanted to talk about the future of the Yankees, and you have 12 guys that can contribute, and that's what you want. Yeah, all right. That's what you want. And guy, and in this day and age, people don't play 162 games anymore. Yeah, it's true. So you're going to have guys, a constant shuffle of the lineup. And when you have these guys coming back from injury, like a D.D. Gregorius, who's coming back from Tommy John who's ahead of schedule, that he's going to need extra days off to rest. And same thing with Stanton with that bicep shoulder problem. Same thing with Judge. Same thing with Hicks. Same thing with with um, Severino. Severino. Batanzas. Batanzas, you know. I mean, Bird. fuck Bird. I'm sick of him now. You know, give the it's Luke's voice job. End of story. And your boy Ford. You know, Ford, they sent Ford down. But... Like I said. Wait, so who's the other first baseman? LeMayu. Oh, wow. So, now, talking about our pitching, and I was trying to get into this before, there's a feud going on in the news between D. Gordon of the Seattle Mariners and Jay Happ. So, the nuts and bolts of the whole thing is that Jay Happ is a, is a crafty lefty that uses all quadrants of the plate, up, down, in, out, changes speeds, everything. Loves it. Loves to throw the fastball up in the zone. Very effective when he gets that fastball up in the zone. Gives a lot of home. Gives been giving up a lot of home runs lately, but that's just because he's missing his spots. Throws a pitch high and tight to 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 Gordon. Nothing happens. Goes there again. Hits him on the wrist. Becomes an IL situation. Very judgy and like from last year when he got hit in the wrist. So. Judge didn't come out and say the things that D. Gordon said. And I'm going to, as a pitcher, it is so important to throw the ball in all quadrants of the strike zone. You're supposed to be able to throw your fastball in, out, up, down. So when Gordon says, oh, I don't know why he came up up and in, I have a family, blah, 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 like his career is fucking over. Like an overdramatic crybaby J-Hap comes and says I'm, I'm allowed to throw inside I see it as a non-issue now as a pitcher as a left-handed pitcher like J-Hap even though I don't throw 90 miles an hour you have to throw inside okay and if you don't throw inside what what is the if you stay away from a hitter at all times what happens and I actually told my hitters to do this the other day you crowd the plate, you make the outside corner middle. So that if the pitcher's throwing you away, 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 that pitch away on the corner is like it's like it's like down the middle of the plate. That's the adjustment you make to that. So if you do if you aren't allowed to throw inside because you're gonna hit somebody, which is part of the goddamn fucking game, then why is it there? Why is there an inside part of the plate? If you're not allowed to throw inside, why the shit? Why why is there an inside part of the plate? I don't get it. You use the inside part of the plate to back guys up, to stand them up if you have to, and then you throw. You go away. You set up the pitcher's timing. You let the pit the, the hitter know that you're throwing. You can throw inside, and you will throw inside. I throw inside. Have I hit people? Yes, I have. But that comes with your control. As a pitcher, it's your job to hit the glove. 
And if the glove is set up on the inside part of the plate, hit the glove. Okay? If you hit somebody, you hit somebody. It's part of the game. Stop fucking crying about it. Okay? Yeah, I understand. You're still getting paid, D. Gordon. You're still getting paid. Whether you're hurt or not. The Yankees are paying more people to be hurt than playing right now. So don't give me that shit. Okay? You don't like to get thrown inside? I'm going to do it again. Every pitcher in the major leagues right now should throw inside to D. Gordon. Because he doesn't like it. Fuck him. Fuck him and his baby antics that he's got a fucking family. He's not dead. His career's not over. Cry me a fucking river. Seriously. Yeah. Seriously. As a pitcher, that inside part of the plate is my part of the plate. I'm allowed to throw in there, and I will throw in there. Whether it's with a fastball, whether it's with a breaking ball, whether it's a changeup down at your back leg, I am throwing inside. I don't give a fuck what you say. Now, if you don't want me to throw inside, beat me. Beat me. Mm-hmm. Hit the fucking ball. Put it out. But until you prove you can beat me, I am throwing inside. Whether it's in off the plate or if it's up at your hands. Because what you know what's going to happen? I'm going to stand you up and then throw a pitch off the plate away and you're going to be waving at it and you're going to be flat-footed and you're not going to know what the fuck to do. Or am I coming again? Depending on the count. But don't sit here and tell me, oh, I don't like when hitter, pitchers throw inside. We're pitchers. We're, our job is to get you out. What the fuck are we supposed to do? Throw one right down the fucking middle? Ow. I just hit myself in the head with my microphone. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't fucking get it. Because it's asinine to complain about a pitcher throwing inside. He didn't hit you on purpose. There was no intent behind it. He didn't try to stand you up. He threw a fastball up in the zone, and he missed. It happens. And and you know what? He's not throwing 99 miles an hour like some of these guys. True. He's throwing 90-91. That's considered a soft-tossing lefty nowadays. Okay? Yeah, he got you in a bad spot. Labor Torres wore one in the elbow yesterday, and he's not coming out in the news saying, oh, why are they throwing inside to me? Aaron Judge missed eight weeks last year because of a broken wrist because he got... Because Junis threw inside of the Kansas City Royals. Judge didn't bitch and moan about it. He said, that's baseball. Because it is baseball. So, D. Gordon, you could take a long walk off a short fucking pier with your fucking crybaby shit. Be a ball player. Don't be a fucking pussy. Because that's what you are. So, speaking of pussies... And speaking of what? the ass-backwards way of baseball and hitting nowadays, Alex Rodriguez released a video on YouTube and on his Instagram feed last week of how to hit. Now, I take A-Rod's world, word over the nerds telling these coaches about launch angle. Jens, you play golf, right? I do. What do you need to do? How do you swing when you play golf? Do you swing down? Or do you swing level? Uh, I, well, I guess the, the start of the swing is down, and then it comes up. So you're swinging down to reach the ground, because the ball is on the ground, right? Yeah. Right? So, Alex Rodriguez made a good point. These launch angle guys are dropping their back shoulder, and they're swinging the bat like a fucking Ferris wheel. And he said, it's like a golf swing. 
Okay, it's a good swing to play golf. Now, Alex Rodriguez had over 3,000 hits, over 650 home runs, was one of the best pure hitters of his time. Steroids excluded. Okay, and the way to create lift on a baseball is to create backspin, which makes the ball go. Lift. 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 You create lift by hitting the top half of the ball, and it goes on its own. So, I don't want to hear, and we, and you, everybody knows that listens to the show. We are very far against the analytics and launch angle, and all this stuff. And Alex said another thing in the video. Oh, first name basis now. Rodriguez, Alex Rodriguez, a Rod, said, you know, you want to stay in the majors, you got to make contact. Okay, strikeouts used to be. Not striking out used to be a point of pride. Now it's, oh, it's okay to strike out. Hit me hit me 35 home runs and strike out 200 times. That's fine. Hit 250. That's fine. Okay? Alex Rodriguez was a 280-290 hitter and still hit 35-plus home runs. So you could be a power hitter, but you also need to be able to put the ball in play. There's no defense against a strikeout. Perfect example. High school baseball. Coaching first base. We had a runner on first base. One out. Our third base coach. I can't get his attention. You know, looked like a freaking airport controller at that point. Waving him down. Try to tell him I want to send the runner at first base. So, at this point, I just say, you know what? I tell the kid, go. Can you make it? And this is a big part of the game. Tie game, one out, bottom of the seventh inning. We need... This game determines home field advantage in the playoffs. I send the guy. Our three hitter, who's going to Penn. It's awesome. And pitching for Penn <clears throat> in the Ivy League, hits a weak ground ball to the third baseman. Now, if the runner's not going, that's a that's a that's a double play ball, tailor made. Maybe not in high school. They get one for sure. So now you're sitting at two outs with runner on first. But the point of the story is, your guy runs, contact is made, contact. The kid scores from first base. The third baseman threw the ball away. Okay? So you're telling me that a strikeout is better because he, he can hit a home run and win the game that way? We won the game on a busted play. Tell me why launch angle is so important that you have one of the best pure hitters in the game saying that hands to the ball, create lift by hitting the ball square. You don't have to get underneath the ball. There's only one situation where you should get underneath the ball. That's hit a sacrifice fly to get lift if you really want to be productive with your outs. But I love I loved that video by A-Rod. We posted it on our story last week. But... A-Rod is right, okay? If you want to stay in the major leagues and you want to be a good hitter and you want to be relevant and you want to have a good career, you got to make contact. We got to make... We bring up Tony Gwynn all the time. What was that thing I sent you the other day? Which uh, one? I sent you something on Instagram the other day about Tony Gwynn. Um...
Tony Gwynn only struck out three times in a game once. <laughs> that in the nineteen ninety four season, Gwynn hit three ninety four. <laughs> Gwynn batted three hundred two with two strikes in his career, and in ninety four, Gwynn hit three ninety seven in two strike counts. Gwynn batted over three hundred in every season but his rookie year giving him a record 19 straight seasons above 300. That's a hitter, folks. Oh, my God. That Struck is... Struck out three times in a game only once. That's fucking amazing. Best hitter ever? One of them. Best hitter ever? One of them. Definitely. You know, you got Pete Rose up there. Over 4,000 hits. Ty Cobb was a great hitter. You know, that's insane, man. it's crazy. Incredible. So that's our sports talk for the week. Get a little rant out of me. Yeah. But it's been a while. It's I think I think it's time to play our favorite game. Gents, can you intro us into that game? It's time to play. Guess that hat. Puma is sporting another great hat today. It's a classic. Uh, do you want to do you want to take it away today? I'll take it away today. All right, Puma's so, got this one. I got a, five. It's a, it's, a, it's a meaningful one for him. I got five facts. He's got five. Fact number one is this team. Their favorite saying was "Wait till next year." That's fact number one. What? That was their favorite saying. That was their saying. They were known for saying "Wait till next year." Then fact number one. Fact number two. This team. Is no longer playing in this city. I'm just going to leave it at that. Fact number three. They are a team that was represented in a movie recently. A big movie. Uh, For my Marvel fans, the actor that played this actor is in the Marvel Universe. So, take that as you may. Fact number... That that was two facts. Facts number three. This team name is made was made from something that was big in its time. It is no longer it is in certain in one part of the country they still use it, but they don't use it anymore because of technology advancements. Fact number four. Uh let's see. There is a current team in the major leagues that honor this team. I'm not going to say how, but that's fact number four. And fact number five is, let's see. This team is plays a proponent part in Major League Baseball history. And that's Guess That Hat. What do you think of those facts, gents? Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Very stern. Very stern. Okay, now let's get to our no- another favorite uh, segment of ours, our fan questions. So, we teased our first question earlier in the show, so I hope you had some time to think about it. And that question was, 
if you could own your own sports franchise, what sport would you have them play? What is your location? What is the team name? And what is the color scheme? Now, I know Chen's, I've been spelling the wood all episode, so I know Chen's has been thinking about this all episode. I haven't, actually. You haven't, actually. Well, I guess fuck <laughs> I mean, me, I've been, then, I've right? been focused on the, on the conversation. So... Let's let's break this down. We'll go. We'll break this question down because there's one, two, three, four, five, and the stadium or slash arena to answer. So let's break this question down. So question number one of this question: What sport would you pick? It's tough. I thought I had the answer, and I'm thinking soccer or basketball for you. Oh, see, you're wrong. You're wrong. You really think I love basketball so much? I do. But my first love was baseball. Good old chicken wing. Yeah. Hey, man, you saw my fucking throwdowns in softball? I'm on the money, man. We'll, we'll talk about softball we'll, before we close. We'll, we'll, we'll give a shout out to the Purple Cobras. Um, see, see, soccer, I would pick soccer, mm-hmm. but I would definitely not do the ML, MLS. Okay. Right? I would do... Well, it doesn't I, specify I what country. Just know, says location. I know, I know. I don't even know if I would even do Italy. Oh, and that question comes from Anthony from the Bronx, by the way. I, if I had to do soccer, I'd probably do like England because it's so big there. Mm-hmm. But the thing with soccer is that the teams are based from, the names are cities basically or neighborhoods of cities, and there's just too much tied down to those names, you know, mm-hmm. too much history. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. I don't want to invade that shit you know okay kind of want to like respect it respect it so I think I would choose baseball okay so, so baseball my sport is baseball my your sport's baseball okay my sport is hockey really hockey I'm fucking shocked hockey I am but here's shocked. why here's why fucking plot twist here's why uh, baseball is the obvious choice for me Right. Obvious. Right. But I didn't want to do the obvious thing. And hockey, if you pick the right market, those fans are so loyal to it's you. True. And it's true. Those fan that fan the hockey fan base is better is there's not much better than a hockey fan base. And that's the thing about hockey. You know, you don't have mm. you're loyal to your team. I'm I'm changing my answer. Point end of point. Come on, don't be that guy. I'm changing my answer. What are you changing your answer to? I'm going to, to soccer. I'm going to fucking soccer. I'm doing it. Fine. All right, I'm fine. Soccer. So, Chen's is going soccer. So now I have to rethink because I had a, I had a whole baseball name and color scheme that no fuck. I'm, okay, this so is this is gonna be good. We're so this, we're, we're doing this on the fly. Fuck it, we're doing it live. Okay. Well, we are obviously doing it live. When there's no pre-thinking these questions. So. So you're hockey. I'm hockey. Wow, that's cool. That's a good one. So location. Now, you said England. Mm-hmm. Would you do a tiny little town in Italy? Ah, <sighs> oh, man. You know what? Or would you do America? If I'm doing soccer now, I have to do it right. Okay. I got to do a town in Italy. Okay. And I got to do... See, the thing with soccer is that every fucking town has a professional team. Mm-hmm. Even Italy. So pick the a- lowest the lowest level. My grandpa's hometown is in the lowest possible level of Italian professional soccer. 
So you, I don't even know if you could find a fucking town that, that doesn't have a team. But, yeah, I would do it. Um, okay, you know what? Uh, let me think about the town. Give okay. me Italy for now. Okay, so it, you, town you go, Italy. You go into your shit, and I'll think of a town. Give me so, this. Oh, I'm, I need this. I need my computer for a second. So you gotta pick a state that doesn't have a team. I, that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. Actually, Mon- I thought about Montana. Pick, I thought about picking a team. Alaska. I thought about taking. Dude, who's picking the location? I'm just saying. Yes, you, <laughs> you got. They would love hockey up there. Okay. Why is it that every? You'd really, you'd really get a, a nice home home arena advantage there, with like the the six months of nighttime. The fucking visiting teams wouldn't know what to th- what to do, man. They'd be all fucked up. You guys would be ready to go. You know, I, the thing about hockey is that, and the good thing, another reason why I picked hockey is because there are a ton of um, states that don't have hockey teams pro- or, or professional teams in general. Or professional teams. Like you in can general. give you can give fucking Arkansas a hockey team. That would be their only professional team, and they'd fucking worship you because they don't have a professional team. Exactly. That's not a bad. That's not a bad approach. So. Well, another thing I thought about was that you could pick a team, uh, a state that has a team and rival that team, because rivalries are the lifeblood of hockey. You know, like in New York, you have the Islanders and Devils. In Florida, you have the Panthers and Lightning. In you have the Flyers and the Rangers. You know what I mean? Like, hmm. you know, imagine if there was like you got Pittsburgh and the and the Flyers. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there's two teams in Pennsylvania. Um, I would pick. You have the Red Wings in Detroit. Um, I'm trying to think, does Wisconsin have a team? No. That's not a bad spot. Wisconsin, it's not bad. That's not a bad spot because here's why. You know what, man? Keep you got going. you got the Wild in Minnesota. You have the Blackhawks in Illinois. Yeah. You got the red and the Red Wings in Michigan. Mm-hmm. So if you and put Ohio too, and the Columbus Blue Jackets. You don't have Indiana though. And Mississippi, uh, Missouri is St. Louis. Hmm. So you have one, two, three, four. No, there's no team in Indiana. One, two, three, four. You got five teams in that area. So I'm gonna pick Wisconsin. Wisconsin. And I'm gonna pick. Wait, Gre- what, wait, wait, wait. Green Bay. Oh. Wisconsin. Interesting. Put us. Put a team. Right next to the fucking Packers. Huh. Okay. So Wisconsin. Okay. Green Bay. So I'm in Green Bay. All right. Stay here. Stay right there. Stay right there. <laughs> Go back. So you coming to the United States now? I'm flip flopping again. Oh God. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I'm going back. You change. You change your mind more than a woman Dude, changes her pad on a period. It's, it goes. I'm going back to baseball. Oh my god! And and I'm going back because of my original reason. Okay. Because I can't choose a fucking town that doesn't have a team already. There's a team in Italy. I don't know if they have one, but I, I, it caught my eye, and it would just be cool to have a team in 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 Prila. What? Right here. I'm 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 sure they have it. I'm sure they do. I'm telling you, my grandpa's hometown is not on this map, <laughs> and they have a team. My, my, Neither is my mom's. <laughs> right, I, I'm sure they have one. The point is, that I can't, I can't, I can't possibly put an, put a team in Italy because the teams already exist everywhere. All right, so going to baseball. Now I'm looking around in this map. 
What am I going to choose? Where? What state? Uh, where is it? No. No, Vegas? No. Look at the Golden Knights. No. No. We're going to pick like Idaho and be the potato pickers? No way. No way. What about Portland? Portland, Oregon? You got the Mariners in Oregon. No. The Mariners are in Washington. Seattle, Washington. Seattle, Washington. Sorry. So you can have a nice rivalry up there, Northwest. I'm going Portland. Portland, okay. Portland, Oregon. All right. Team name. Now, I would... Oh, fuck. I would leave this up. Team name. Do you have one in mind? You said you did. Yeah. Yeah, I might. I might. Now I think about Portland. I think about the, the, the city of Portland. You know, I, that's what I did. I pulled up Green Bay, and they have actually a University of Green Bay. And I'm looking for their their mascot because you got the Packers. Um, and the there's no other team in Wisconsin. They're the Phoenix, the Wisconsin Phoenix. So that's like the bird. So we're talking hockey, and I would probably you got I I like to do I would like to do now. Here's the thing. Would we be the Wisconsin blank or would we be the Green Bay blank? I think you got to be Wisconsin. So like Wisconsin we would play in Green Bay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I like team maybe like the Wisconsin Wolverines or the Wisconsin, you know, Wildcats are too overused and that's not that's more of like a rinky-dink college or high school, you know, we're Wildcats. Um, Westlake was a Wildcat. Um, now... I know that there might be, I think there's a minor league team that goes by this name. But when I think of Wisconsin, I think of bearded guy, bearded people, plaid shirts. Really? So I'm going the Wisconsin Lumberjacks. But Lumberjacks, not, not J-A-C-X, J-A-X. The Jacks. The Lumberjacks. Isn't that a, isn't that a team? The Jacks are a team, yeah. But Lumberjacks. That's my team. So we are the Wisconsin Lumberjacks. Hmm. Or, actually no. Lumberjacks is more of a baseball name, now that I think about it. So, thinking hockey. If you're like, the Wisconsin... Well, Wisconsin's not known for Lumberjacks. They're known for cheese. The cheeseheads. See, like my region of the country, mm-hmm. the Northwest, that's lumber shit. Um, cheeses. No, it's too cheesy. No, 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 I'm just that's saying. too cheesy. I'm just uh-huh. saying. I'm just saying. You can be like you can be the Wisconsin uh, farmers. Wisconsin, yeah, Milwaukee, but I like Green Bay better. Um. The Wisconsin... They're right, they're right near a lake. Maybe you could do something with a lake. The Wisconsin... I don't know. Wisconsin's a tough one because there's nothing that really comes to mind right away. It's Wisconsin. <laughs> Sorry, people from Wisconsin, if you listen. Um, I... I don't know. I don't know. I get, Do you have a, neat, a team name? I have two options. So, 
Do that. I'll come back to mine. So scratch lumberjacks. For All me. right. So Portland, Oregon is known for roses. Mm-hmm. So I'd I'd be like the Portland roses, simple. Or I can be the Portland thorns. Okay. That's not bad. That's not bad. That's not a bad one. I mean, it's a little fruity, but it's not that bad. Dude, roses is a. I like thorns a, better it's than beautiful, roses. It's a beautiful. It's a beautiful. It's a beautiful flower, rose. You know, I'm just this. There's in Wisconsin. Hmm. I'm still stuck. Um. Because I want the name to mean something. I don't want the name. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. I don't want the name to be a dud. Well, you're in Green Bay, right? So maybe you should look. So you got the you got the Brewers in Milwaukee. You got the Bucks in Milwaukee. Um. So the Brewers are beer makers. The Bucks are the Bucks. You got the Badgers in Wisconsin. So there's kind of there's kind of no like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like continuity between the team names. Well, yeah, there is. It's 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 a Midwestern thing, you know. Wisconsin. You know, the Wisconsin... Hmm. I might have to change my location. Oh! Who's fucking changing now? You changed three different times. <laughs> I changed twice. So, I'm going to move from Wisconsin. He's relocating the team already. I'm relocating... Where is he going? To Utah. Okay. That's good. Okay. They don't no have team professional teams. No, they, the uh, Utah they Jazz. Have, the Utah Jazz. Yep. The Utah Jazz. Which doesn't make sense. And used, Real Salt Lake. MLS. And they used to be... The Jazz used to be in New Orleans. Hmm. And they relocated to Utah and kept the name. The Jazz don't make sense in Utah. Right. Um, but... Oh, I got a name for you. I like... I like... Now, Utah's got history with 1980 Miracle on Ice game. That was played in Salt Lake. That was... No, actually, no, I'm wrong. That was in Lake Placid. That's in New York. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry, but... Salt Lake City had an Olympics. Yep. Um, I like in Utah. You have the, the mountain, the mountain range. Yep. You have the Mormons. The, I'm not going to be called the Mormons. You just be called the the Muns. <laughs> the Utah Muns. The Utah the Utah monks. Um, they're, not, they're not fucking monks. Um, the Utah monks. <laughs> the U. I like the Utah. Sky man, he's killing me. You're killing me, bro. Oh, now you know how I feel. What do you mean? You got the Salt At Lake. At least I was decisive. You got shit. The, you got the Salt Lake Bees, which is a minor yeah. league team. I got a name for you. Go ahead, let me hear it. How about the Peaks? Mountain Peaks. Well, the thing is that the Colorado or the, team, or the Caps, the, oh, ca- the Capitals, though. Yeah, the, the 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 Colorado team is the Avalanche, which talks right. about like the Yeti. It's just a snow so thing. So I, running on that, I like the Utah Yetis. Hmm. The Yetis. Similar sounding, mm-hmm. different letter. Exactly. Utah Yetis. So, the Utah Yetis. The Utah or, Yetis. Or, even if you pick the, if you use the city, the Salt Lake City Yetis. Salt Lake City Yetis. That's too much to say. No. I like Utah better. Utah. We're sticking with Utah. <laughs> so, Utah Yetis. The Utah Yetis. All right. So, he's the... Utah Yetis, the the new uh, NHL franchise, and I've got the Portland Thorns. Thorns. What's your color? Mm. 
I'm envisioning black, green, and red. Well, because green, green stems, red roses. Black, white, green, red. That's your that's your Utah Yeti. Yeah, look. There he is. So, since the Yeti is white, I would be white, powder, baby, powder blue. baby blue, yeah. and black. Mm. With a hint... Ooh, a little hint. A hint of red. Not red. I'm sorry. Lime green. Why? You, nah. you love the fucking lime green. Why? Why lime green? I just like... It just, it just sticks out. It stands oh, out. God. It stands out. So, what is the name... Of your stadium. The Garden? No, that's that, they, that's already... There's two gardens. The Boston Garden and the Madison Square Garden. No, it's actually Portland Trailblazers too. Rose Garden. Oh. Oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, my... Okay, so I'm a baseball stadium, right? Mm-hmm. First of all, my dome? Am I retractable dome? Or am I just constantly open? It's up to you. I think I have to be retractable because it rains a lot there. Okay. I don't want to be constantly domed in, though. Mm-hmm. I hate that shit. Okay. Be... Nice and open to the fresh mountain air. Hmm. What would be my field or stadium name? You have one? I have an idea. You have an idea. Are you the lodge? No. Are you the den? No. The Yeti's den? No. The cave. The cave. The, the Yeti, cave. The Yeti cave. That could be like a fan section. The horn fucking strobe light going. The, the fucking people dress up as yetis in your fucking corner. I can see it. I can see it. All right, what am I? The cave. The cave. You're the cave. What am I? Can't be the... I can't... Uh, am I the bush? Am I the rose bush? <laughs> Whose bush are you talking about? <laughs> I got the bush going. Nothing uh, wrong with a nice bush. Anyway. Bush. Uh, stadium. Bush stadium. Rose bush. Rose garden. What about the Burning Bush Arena or the, the Burning Bush Stadium? Burning Bush? Why? Or you could be boring and just be named after a corporate. Oh, hell no. No, I'd be named like, I could name one, it after myself. Or some one, shit. 1-800-Flowers or Stadium. That's actually not a bad idea. No. And you get money from the advertisement. No, no, no. The, gar- the Garden... No, you. It's weird because you you're stuck. Floral or floral stadium. Too too gay. How about Rose Park? Rose Park. There you go. Rose Park. There you go. Done. Rose Park. So there, there's our thing. So, Jens is the. Wait, wait. I thought we were doing mascot. No, we could. My my, my mascot's a yeti. Was your what's your mascot? What do you think I'm going to say? A rose. That's a fucking stupid. Mascot. <laughs> it's. it's... My, it wouldn't be that though because I'm not the roses keep in mind you're the thorns. the thorns would you just be a green stem no 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 and so have the is. thorn in the wrong spot what you have the thorn in the wrong spot so it looks like he's got an erection oh my god <laughs> no do you remember that Pokemon Tan- Tangela mm-hmm. I'd have him but with spikes okay he'd be walking around with his fucking eyes right kid mm-hmm. friendly he looks like a, like a Friendly thing, but... Not some of the minor league baseball mascots we've yeah, seen. Yeah, yeah. He's got fucking thorns and shit. He's the thorns. Okay. We're playing in Rose Park over here. All right. So that's question one. Very long-winded, but nice very guy. good question, Isn't Anthony. Um, Horny? Thorny? Thorny. Thor? 
<laughs> Thor hyphen N. <laughs> Thor, or what was, what was his name? It was just Thor N. Like James like, P. Like you know? La Dasha. No, no, no. I mean, like, that's his first name is Thor. His last name is an N. Oh. He's Thorn N. So my Yeti then would be the name would be something stupid. Just be like Freddy the Yeti. Yeah, Ryan. Or just Bob. Bob the Yeti. Bob the Yeti. All right. Bob the Yeti. Mascot Thor N. All right. So that's done. So let's just How break. How long are we going right now? We're we're good. Yeah? We're good. Wow. We're good. Like so question number two. Would you rather be a good player on a bad team or the worst player on a good team? And this comes from our friend Ryan. Our fan, Ryan. Thanks, Ryan, for the question. Uh, good player, bad team. Good player, bad team? Oh, yeah, were you saying good player or the best player? Because you said the worst player on a good so, team. So, yeah, so good player meaning the best player. Okay, so best player, worst team. Worst player, best team. Best player, worst team. I'd be the worst player. What? Mm-hmm. What? Because... You, this is why. You're really surprising me today. The reason why is because on a good team, you get into the playoffs, you might have a couple of rings to your name, that other, you know, you don't have to carry any weight. You're like the punter. You just sit there, you play your you play your three or four snaps, and then you go home. And you get your rings. I know, it's great, but like, don't you want to have like a legacy of your own? You're the best player on the fucking worst team, you know? Who knows? Maybe one year your 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 team turns it around and adds some guys to help you get to to, to get an A ring. You know, maybe no, you don't have rings. Like the worst player might have some rings, and one day we'll say, "Yeah, I played alongside some of the best players, but I didn't I didn't do shit." Or I can say, "Yep, I was one of the best players in the game, and although I didn't win much, I have won." So you would rather be Dan Marino? Would you rather? Well, no, be- that's diff- You can't. It's like saying, "Would you rather be?" Who who really rode coattails? Shane Spencer. <laughs> Didn't Adam Morrison win an NBA I was just going to say, Adam Morrison, but I'm thinking multiple. I want to think multiple. Who was, on the, who was the bad players on those Bulls teams that was there every year? What about even just like the Patriots? The worst player on the Patriots... Or Mike Trout. That's basically what you what you're saying. I mean, like I said, I'd rather be a worse player in a bad team because then I can use those rings. Who's the best team in baseball right now? The Twins. Okay. What about just in the last five years? The Astros. Okay. So worst player in the Astros. We don't know who who you are, or Mike Trout. <laughs> Uh, the guy in the Astros. Yeah. Really? Okay. Because then I could use, later in life, I can say I'm a four, three-time World Series champion. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Even though you have the name recognition, you could get, you're, even though you and think of it this way, you could be left alone. You have those rings, you're just left alone. You know me, I like my lonesome. So... Good question. Good question. So, Chen's picks. Me and Chen's are on opposite wavelengths today, but that's all. That's the best thing about this show. 
We're on different language all the time. So, question number three. We have five questions today, so we got three more to go. Would you rather live in the past for a week or in the future? Now, what do we mean by past? We could pick a decade. Pick a decade. What decade would you want to live in? In the would you want to live in the nineteen fifties, nineteen thirties, nineteen twenties, eighteen fifties, seventeen seventies? Would you no brainer fifties? I would say past as well. Um, and even though we, I want to say the nineties, but we left. You know, we lived. We were young though. Does that really count? We didn't live it like the way we live it today. So I would say, actually, you know what? I'm going to go back further. I want to see the rise and fall of Hitler. So I'm going to say 1940s. 1940s. So 1950s, 1940s? Yep. So we miss each other by a decade. But that's good. Why not future for you? Only because based on where we are now, it's only going to get worse. <laughs> For me, it's like, if I see all the technology that's that's going to be available to us, I'm going to be like, fuck, we don't have this yet. Mm-hmm. Shit. It's going to suck. Like, I, I, you, you tasted it. You tasted yeah. it, and now you're going to go back to not having it. You yeah. Know, it sucks. Yeah. Like flying cars and mm-hmm. shit, you know? Exactly. So, question number four. Good. That was from our boy Mike. So, oh, Mike. nice question, Grandpa. Uh, Grandpa is a softball reference. But... Now, question number four. You get to shop in this in one store for free. What store? This is from our buddy John. Is there a time limit? Uh, no. You get to, let's say, one store for free for the rest of your life. Whoa, whoa. For the rest of your life? Mm-hmm. Now, it's got to be a store store, not Amazon. Physical store. Physical store. Wow, 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 wow. There's a lot of ways you can go here. Now, I have one. And it's based on where I spend a lot of my money. So, I'm going to say a sporting goods store. I knew you were going to say that. Sporting goods store. So, like a Dick's or a Modell's. Preferably dicks. So you would ra- you would you would want to sp- shop at Dick Sporting Goods free for the rest of your life. Yeah. You realize that one stop at Dick's of this thing, you're gonna be able to get all the supplies you would need for a long time. Yeah. And then you'd have to re up in a couple of years. Well, you know, you wouldn't have to go there frequently to to take advantage of the free. Yeah, but you shopping. well think about it though. They sell clothes. They sell other okay, stuff. Yeah, but like sports clothes. Yeah, I mean, but they still have all those sneakers that you can get. They right, have. Like, you're not getting sneak. I mean, okay. You, what I'm saying is hats. Love hats. What I'm saying obviously. is, besides the clothes, the sporting goods, uh, glove. How long does a glove last you? Well, at that point, I can get a new glove every year. Right. You can go to the store every year. Hmm. I'm thinking I would go. I would use this to shop at like a grocery store. Free food. Mm. Limitless. And and I would re-up, I would fucking up the ante 
by going to like a Whole Foods or a Trader Joe's where that shit's fucking good for you, mm-hmm. but it's pricey. I don't have to worry about that. See, I almost knee jerk almost said Banana Republic because I love that fucking store. Mm-hmm. And to get all the clothes I could possibly want. Well, if you're thinking more like uh, I'm, I'm, the, I'm, the way you're thinking, yeah. I would say a food store too. Uh, but you didn't. But you I, said Dick's Sporting Goods. I no no. I can see where you're going. I'm not yeah, changing yeah. my mind. Okay. But I can see where you're going with that, and it's not a <clears throat> you know it makes sense. But I wasn't thinking that way. I was thinking a different way. Obviously, you would never have to account for food expense ever again. I can take advantage of that every week for the rest of my life. <laughs> Speaking of food. <laughs> Speaking of food, Chance is calling for I'm food. I'm actually really hungry. I know. I haven't eaten either. Um, last question. And this actually comes from Chance himself. He yeah, wrote, this was me. He wrote this, this down. This was me in the beginning of the show. He wrote this down based on what we saw on TV. Oh, God. Best trophy in all sports. So, yeah. Which trophy is the best in all of sports? Like, the one trophy that when you see it, you're like, oh, wow, I won this. Well, I know what which one's the hardest to win. Which one? The Stanley Cup is the hardest one to win. See, I'm glad you're saying this. I really am. Because you're forgetting one. And that's my answer. So I want you to say your answer, give your reasons, and then I'll come in with mine. The Stanley Cup is wow. the hardest one to win. It's the best trophy in all sports. Because it's what it what it means, the history and legacy behind it. Um... The fact that when you win it, you know, your name is on engraved in that. I think the, put this up as a poll. The, yeah. the, the, um, the trials and tribulation you have to get there. You know, you got to win 16 games to win the Stanley Cup. Um, you know, people have lifted that Stanley Cup with dislocated shoulders. Um, you know, and that cup is not light. Um, the fact that you can't keep it, the fact you have to give it back, the fact that you don't touch it until you win it, you know, it makes it special. It's a very, it's a very like, there's so um, much tradition behind traditional it. Traditional trophy, yeah, it's that, great. That I believe that it's the best trophy in sports. And when you see the cup, you just get that feeling when you see the cup, you know, mm-hmm. like even though as a, as a Ranger fan who. I won't even count it. In 94, I was still... I was three or four when they won that cup. I was three. You know, I don't remember. And when they went on that run in 2014, it was everything. You know, the 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 ups and downs of the NHL playoffs with that, that Ranger team. You know, coming back 3-1 against Pittsburgh. You know, St. Louis' mother passing away. Spurring that 3-1 comeback. You know, beating Montreal and going into their barn and... Blowing them out, blowing them out of their doors in the first two games, you know, and just that whole run, that whole run. I remember everything about that run, and and um, just the Stanley Cup, you know, is so. It's such a hard trophy to win. Not everybody, you know, there's not that many people that win it to win multiple cups. You know, is unheard of. You know, it's very hard to win a one. You know, you have guys that have been on good teams that haven't won. Look at Lundqvist. Hank has been on so many good teams that were capable of winning the Stanley Cup, and they didn't. And they got to a cup final, and they still didn't win it. You know, it really... And it and just the sacrifice it takes. Players playing on broken legs, playing hurt. You know, it's just so gratifying. So, I say Stanley Cup. Now, 
What do you say? Please don't go off the off the board here and pick a sport that's not played in the United States. Why? Just why? I don't know. I know that's where I know you're going. But what I said the best trophy in all of sports. I know. I know. Is soccer not a sport? Yeah, I mean, when I think of the four major sports, soccer uh, is not a four I didn't major say sports. four major sports. When I think of American sports, I didn't say American sports. Is I said it the World all Cup? All of sports. It's the fucking World Cup. It's the fucking World Cup. No. Dude, once every four years, international scale, you win that. You win one, your legacy cemented. That's the hardest to win. It is. Stanley Cup is great and all, but nothing touches the World Cup. Nothing. Because the, the whole world is watching. I respectfully disagree. The whole world. The world. I respectfully disagree. Uh, well, you know what? I'm not here to try to convince you. I'm here to just fucking say my shit. All right. Well, you've got Stanley Cup. You've got World Series. You've got Lombardi. And you've got Larry O'Brien. And then you have the World Cup. So if I put this up, is that is that a trick trick shit? No, because I don't. I didn't put mine in there. Yeah, I can see that. So so my my answer is World Cup because it happens only once every four years, and it's international level. The whole world watches. It's the one sport that unites the world and there's no other sport like it man like, like or no other competition like it I should say I disagree how can you disagree with that because you're not going to like this but soccer players are pussies what does it have to do with a trophy because you know why because you have guys playing through injuries a soccer player would never play to just to win a fucking trophy Okay. All right, I get it. That's great. But look at the brand of player. All right. I'm not talking about the fucking player. Look at the the trials and tribulations of it taking. Now, are there great World Cup moments? Yes, there are. And is a World Cup something that everybody watches every 4 years? Yes, it is. But the Stanley Cup is the hardest trophy to win. Just based on odds alone, you got to win 16 games. How many games do you have to win to win the, the World Cup? How many games? After you get out of the out of pool Let's play. See. Let's see. World Cup. So, you have to win 16 games. You have to win four series. Okay? And you have guys playing with collapsed lungs, broken legs, yeah, broken jaws. Players are tough. I get it. Broken shoulders. It. Lifting that cup. That's great. With nice. Injuries you, you know wouldn't what? even another, play with. There's another fucking World Cup. Uh, there's another Stanley Cup the next year. So? There's an, it's so hard to win one. You don't get... Some players get one chance to win a World Cup. If their team doesn't qualify, you have to qualify. You got to qualify for the NHL playoffs. Yeah, but as, a, as an NHL team, you can be... If you're getting to the Stanley Cup finals, you're probably going to get there next year. Or you're probably going to have a chance to get there next year. All right? That's not always true. It's not always true, but it's more likely. The Rangers to have won one cup. 
since 1940. I'm I'm just saying they've been the Islanders besides, haven't won a cup since '83. Besides these last few years, they've been competitive. There are teams playing. The Blues have never won a Stanley Cup. You got a team like you got a country like Croatia, one of the smaller countries in the world, whose population dwarfs the Giants of soccer, and yet they managed to make it to the World Cup final against France. Now France has mil- tens, hundreds of millions of people to choose to, to 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 grow and create these great soccer players. Croatia has like a couple million, and they managed to get World Cup talent onto a team. That's incredible. Yeah, but then you're sitting there saying the only you know you got the Croatians and Fran- French people that are only interested in the final. No. Yeah. I didn't say that. Well, I'm I'm saying that's not true at all. That's probably the most false statement I think I've ever heard in my life. You mean to tell me only Croats and Fre- and French people watch the World Cup final? I'm just saying no. to have a vesting interest unless you're a betting man. What? No. See, now you're being ignorant. I could care less about a yeah. French-Croatian yeah. final. Just like, just like you can care less about the NBA. Oh, I'm James Puma. I don't like the NBA. Therefore, I will not watch the NBA finals. I watch the I NBA like, finals. I don't like soccer. I think they're all pussies. Therefore, if the USA or Italy is not in the final, I will not watch. But see, if you if you like the game, then you watch. I will just watch like, the Stanley Cup final this just year. Like, I just watched like, the Stanley right, Cup final Because you like last hockey. Because you like hockey. You don't like soccer to that level. And that's fine. You don't have to. But don't tell me that the rest of the world shares that view. Because they don't. Put it up head to head. Stanley Cup... And the whatever fucking no, no, no. name I'm of the gonna trophy. Put, I'm going to put up, it's the FIFA, it's the it's the World Cup trophy. There's no name? No, why would there be? The Stanley Cup is named after Lord Stanley himself. Great. This is the World Cup. They the have, world. Yeah. And the world. Okay, the world. And that's what... The, the world. The, the Olympics is like that too. It's the world. Right, the Olympics. So you have... You have the fucking Olympics. Yeah, but you're, you're saying... The Olympics the, are the greatest. Yeah, so you have... But in soccer, you have the Olympic <laughs> Games. You can win a gold medal. Yeah, big You deal. have the European Championships. Different you know? teams, man. Different teams in Olympic and World team and World Cup teams. They're different teams. It, they they literally put different this. rosters because they want the young, the young guys to get the shot... At winning gold. Because you know what? To them, it doesn't matter as much as the World Cup. The World Cup surpasses the fucking Olympics in soccer. I Like I said, I think it's the Stanley Cup. And I, like I said, I, I respect your choice. I still disagree. And I think he's right. When, and I think you're right. It's the best American trophy. But you cannot touch the world. You know what, though? I'm going to spin it to you differently. But like legends... Let me, but let me split it. Let, let me, let me okay, split okay, it. Go, go, go. So... You have a lot of countries represented on NHL rosters. Swedish players, right. Russian. Yes. You have small towns like Latvia. You have countries. this yeah. country. These uh, countries as well. Who? Who countries, not towns. No, I know. These other countries that are represented in the NHL. Yes. Canadians, Americans, yes. you know, Norwegians, mm-hmm. um, French, um, I'm trying to think of... My point is is that people that watch soccer in soccer towns also have hockey players that represent, you know, themselves in their own countries. That's why playing for their countries is a lot important to them when they go to the... They play in the World Championships or if they play in the Olympics. So it still can technically be considered a... a world championship because you have all these countries represented in these NHL teams. It's not team. It's it's team. It's American professional teams. 
Like I said, I'm it's sticking not. by my guns. It's not. It's I not. think if you've known one to me, I stick by my guns. I'm not. I'm not trying to sway you here. I'm not trying to sway you. I'm just. I'm. I'm telling you why I feel mine is more superior. And you are entitled to your own opinion, even if it's wrong. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that is our fan questions. A lot of good questions today. A lot of caused a lot of Who hot. Who thought that would, that debate. one would be the hot take? Um. So quickly before we get out of here. Um, just like to do a, we're going to do, since our softball season has started, we're going to do a softball recap really quick. Um, opening day for the reigning champion of the spring softball season of Mount Pleasant opened up their season on Thursday night with a 6-5 win over the arch rival Depeneers. And it was a good team effort defensively. And offensively, getting production throughout the lineup and making the big plays defensively when we needed to. I'm not gonna. I didn't come up with a stat sheet, but our two top hitters with three runs scored between them were myself and the two hitter Chris Donato and Kyle McFadden, our shortstop, who was supposed to be on the show. Hopefully, we get him on the show. Led the way before RBIs. And defensively, our pitcher, our sub, our sub pitcher, because Chin is in getting shit faced right now in the Bahamas, made three or four beautiful plays back up the middle. And if I should say so myself, Chen's called a great game behind the plate. Made a beautiful tag at the plate. That was pretty good. That was a big play. Right, that was pretty good. And good throw, good throw. And good throw from our left fielder, Lou Sansone. And <clears throat> we had a big play in the last inning that saved the game um, between me and Chen's. Had that podcast connection. <laughs> um, holding a runner at third on a base hit. Making a... Was it a perfect throw? Chen's? What? I made the perfect throw to hold a runner at third base. Oh, yeah. It was a great throw. So, you know what? We had contributions from everybody defensively and offensively. And we play O'Connor's Pub. Next Wednesday at 8 o'clock. So if you want to stop by, we play at Bradhurst and Hawthorne by Westchester Medical Center. You can come and see your boy. How, how are you gonna how are you gonna blow right by my stat line? What are you two for one? Two, I one, one for two, two? I went two for two. Oh, two for two. Corelli went 0 for one, making my official stat line two for three. But I went two for two. You went two for two. In the bottom of the fucking lineup with no support around me. I got Oh, a, hello. I got a I'm demanding a, a fucking a bump up in the lineup. We'll see. We'll see. It's one game. Hold your horses. Hold your horses, Kobayashi. Okay? Kimosabi. Relax. Relax. One game. We got to go with what works. And who knows? Maybe you will see a bump in the lineup. Oh, I haven't put the lineup together yet for next week. So, big game next week. Looking to go 2-0. and And start the season off hot. And you will get an update on next week's game in a couple of weeks. Um, just a for a disclosure here before we sign off, there might be a chance that we record an episode without Chen's. Um, Chen's is I got big big day next week. Big day next week next weekend. He is running the half marathon in Brooklyn. Brooklyn half. Yep. He's running the Brooklyn half marathon. So like- send your prayers out to him. Um, gonna he's gonna need it. He will finish. 
yeah, no doubt. It might take him a day and a half, but he will finish. And um, that's uh, let's sign off. All right. So I've just got one more thing to ask you. And what is that? Who do you think you are, Puma, for saying the Standing Cup is bigger than the World Cup? Who do you think you are? I am. I am choosing World Cup. I am choosing the Stanley Cup. And we will see you next week. Ciao. In some form. Touch my tra la la.